Hello and welcome back to another episode of 26 and Under, uh, the anime podcast where we talk about uh, animes with 26 episodes and under. Uh, I am one of the hosts, Robert. I am another host, Henry. And I am another host, Matt. And today we're going to be talking about Sound of the Sky, uh, a 2010s anime created by... A1 Pictures. A1 Pictures? Okay, A1 A1 Pictures. that aired between, I think it was the spring of 2010. It's something like, two th- I think it's 2012. No, it's 2010. It's 2010? I checked while I was in the bathroom. Oh, okay. Um, and it also had a video game adaptation in 2010 for the PSP that was produced by CompileHeart. Was it a date? Was it just a visual novel? Yeah, or? it was a visual oh, okay. novel. That makes sense for CompileHeart. I mean, that's basically what everything CompileHeart does is just a visual novel at this point. All right, cool. So, You're a visual novel. Yeah, this anime is uh, just slice of life wholesomeness in pseudo European World War esque world. Yeah, it's basically just an adaptation of Switzerland after a war, and then people just kind of picking up the pieces and stuff going on in between. But it involves cute girls. Imagine that anime that we talked about before uh, with the the little children trained to be, like, killing robots. Oh, uh, Gunslinger Girls? Yeah, Gunslinger Girls. But it's more lighthearted than that. <laughs> and there's not That's as much good. <laughs> it's more lighthearted than the yeah. one about little girls killing people. Yeah, now it's just little girls and uh, a trumpet. Gotta get that trumpet. And a together. giant spider tank. And a giant spider tank and an owl. All yeah. right. So first impressions. Who wants to go first on first impressions? Uh, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, so my first impressions of the show were that I heard of it back when I was in high school. Um, it was like towards the end of high school, so senior year. But it was one of those many things on my watch list when I bothered to have a watch list on Crunchyroll. Um, but I just never got around to watching it because I left for college and I had no more time for Japanese animation. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, from what I saw, it was very colorful. It's from A1 Pictures, so they have the specific amount of color that I like. However, I still don't like the sideways face on A1 Picture things. Oh, uh, yeah. Does anybody? I have no clue, but it just it's creepy. <laughs> Especially when you see those diagrams of the real people where they move it to the side of their face as well. And then it puts it into perspective. And you're just like, okay, yeah, this can only work in, in an anime. uh i guess i'll go next uh this was my for like when we rolled this this was the first time i had heard about it um i really enjoyed the like slice of lifeiness of it for for it being slice of life in a weird setting as opposed to just being in a high school where they usually like to throw these kinds of animes um all the characters still fit, fit most of the molds of a slice of life anime, but it felt very unique and interesting. But if I hear Amazing Grace one more time, I'm going to need to punch someone. Poorly. If they use it poorly, I'm going to hurt someone. <laughs> Henry. Unfortunately, that's all any animation or movie studio ever does is use that song poorly. Uh, this was a really fun anime to watch. Um, it was lighthearted enough to be binge watchable, 
but it was enjoyable enough to like it took itself seriously at some points enough to make you want to keep watching it again it it was a show that just kept making me want to watch it yeah which was really nice it was all right that's everybody's uh first impressions now we'll run through all these characters so our main character is kanata sorami who is effectively every main character in a slice of life anime ever she's chipper happy do every do my best i will succeed and i will have my trumpet and i suck at playing the trumpet at the start but boy howdy am i showing how good of a person i am i mean her whole character is just what that archetypical slice of life friend character is um she's effectively just tamako from tamako's market yeah that was the first person i thought of (laughs) (laughs) yeah i agree with that um because like her she got inspired to play the bugle from seeing someone playing amazing grace back in her childhood and then she's like oh wow that's really cool i want to do that too and then it's like when you see when you think of war you think of like rough and tough 40 year olds and then you actually instead just have bunch of 13 14 year old girls running around selling alcohol <laughs> selling alcohol jesus h um but she she i would uh what's what's her name um from kaon the one with the black hair the black hair twin tails i, I cannot remember names no not the black hair twin tails um that yeah not her no um i don't remember the character names yeah. off the top of my head Edwin Pictures makes too many of the same characters, unfortunately. That one's Kyoto Animation. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, her her character was actually a lot is is one of the better main characters that I've seen in a slice of life. She starts off and ends as who she was. It doesn't have like like yeah, she just changes around and like reality sets in at points, but she still remains the same person, and I like it when they do that. I don't like it when they flip a character, like, too many degrees. How many degrees is too many degrees? Like, four degrees? Like, no. like... Anything uh, that's obtuse, so 91 degrees and above. Like, a lot of people don't like how Homura flips in the uh, movie, at the in the, like, apex of the movie for Madoka. A lot of people actually think that it makes no sense. I'm like, no, it makes kind of a lot of sense. What about a cute? What about what? A cute. <laughs> well, it's anything below 90 degrees, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, well... If they, if they flip in an acute angle, is it fine? Like, what if they do multiple acute angles? Well, eventually you'll just get a circle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Rio... Why can I not put a face to That's the blue-haired girl. It's a blue-haired one. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the one that's uh related to the um to the king or to the king of their country. She's like Oh, right. the royal heir or whatever. Yeah, she's Major Sergeant Rio, if I'm not mistaken. I thought she was lieutenant. Is she the lieutenant or cuz I know Felicia's the CO, correct? Yeah, she's. This is the maybe serious Kariha, character. Maybe Kuriha is the. Uh, I think I the think, major sergeant. But I, I think she remember. might be the major sergeant. But yeah, Rio. She's a. She's a funny one. She's the. Uh, she's a. She's a lot of times the straight man to all the comedy. 
like everybody else is being uh like objectively weird and she just actually her and Kareha do the straight man kind of to everybody's like weirdness where she's like o- overly protective and like motherly and like I'm going to be the one in uh the one leading the uh party and everything and making sure everybody's doing everything correctly like she's the strict superior officer I guess ish would that that explains it pretty well yeah master sergeant I see the M sergeant uh, M S G T and I thought it was major but that's M A J oops Oof. but uh she's the first of the group that uh we meet and she kind of, and she's kind of like just the serious like gonna get everybody's gonna do business gonna then, do their job yeah she's the stop half, getting lost Kanata she's the half sister of the princess the dead princess the dead princess yeah the dead princess scrolls uh so after Rio we have Felicia who she's is the company leader right yeah she's the she's the blonde one who but, Felicia yeah uh second lieutenant but she's the company okay. leader. But yeah. she's, she's, she's leader, the platoon yeah. leader, not the company leader. Okay, oh, I apologize. I don't know more stuff. I don't. I don't know how military. I don't know military works. ranking. What and, do I look like? Yeah, a Henry. Lieutenant? How does military work? I don't know. That's army ranking. They have fake <laughs> rankings. <laughs> they don't even have like the cool looking badges. Yeah, <laughs> Henry's not even in the military anymore, and he's still <laughs> point to him. Is like they have fake rankings. <laughs> Their rankings mean nothing. <laughs> So Felicia is the normal like older sister like Ara Ara all the time. Yeah, she also just wants everyone to be happy and just like no, it's fine. Is it potentially because she witnessed an entire her entire, entire last platoon die <laughs> in a horrible being the sole survivor of a tank battalion? Yeah, maybe in, in a horrible horrible way. Maybe that might be a yeah, good it might be a kind of a, a trigger. <laughs> To she this attitude change. Has, has a little bit of trauma in that life, which is why she's trying to make everything happy and good yeah, and nobody... Just a little bit. That's why if one person disappears in the platoon, she just has in the back of her head like, fuck, 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 where is she? I don't want to lose another person. And then it's like, I'm going to go on a suicide run to go find this person. They're probably just around the corner. Doesn't matter. Turns out they were just around the corner. It's usually Kanata. Usually Kanata. <laughs> So that was a uh, her character is very good though like and she's and there's and she's sometimes just the instigator of silly shit in the episodes because she just wants things to be fun and happy yeah. so she'll she's not purposefully do things like spike their tea she, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't act like a standard uh military head no, she she's definitely not she's more of a doting type uh, yeah, that you don't really tend to see. Very None often. of these people would be in the military. Uh, uh, I could Kareha. see Rio. Okay, R- Rio Kareha be would be in the military. Kareha is nothing but the military backbone <laughs> of their entire operation. <laughs> she she actually is the military person. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's talk about Kareha since we brought her up. She is the youngest of the cast at fourteen. Yep. Yep. Something like that. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to their ages. I know she was the youngest. 
I, I watch too much anime. I was having a conversation with somebody and they're like, oh yeah, this character's like 14. I'm like, that character's 17. What are you talking <laughs> about? And they're like, what? Yeah, they just started high school. Yeah, that means they're 14. No, not in Japan. <laughs> nope. We had a long discussion about that. It was my hero. <laughs> because he was like, Shigaraki's oh, yeah, yeah. like super old. I'm like, no. No, he's like 21. young. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was off topic. No, Kareha is the youngest member of the uh, of the group. She's constantly wearing twin tails. And she's like... She's actually the straight man a lot of times. She's the one that's there to do the military things, and they're never doing military things. Uh, well, I mean, she also has a sad past, too. Yeah, yeah, Everybody has sad past. Yeah, but hers is the saddest because she didn't even know her parents. Is, she is hers stories. the saddest? Looks at Noelle. Yeah. <laughs> Looks at Noelle again. Look. Is, is, is... Having no parents really the saddest thing that could potentially happen to a character? <laughs> Look, Noelle's my favorite character. Yeah. 100%. Because I like my sleepy people. Okay, but I like, like... my people that like to shirk responsibilities and nap, because it's what I want to do. So do I. It's one of the reasons why I like a lot of characters in anime. It's one of um, the reasons I like a certain character in the magic lore, because all he wants to do is take naps. He's a cool one. Um, but Kareha is very energetic and fun. She's constantly, like, being the, op like, she's the, the other side of the coin to Felicia. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where Felicia's trying to get everyone to, like... She's usually the other side of the coin to everyone. Like, yeah, everybody's all trying to be, like, all having fun and, like, doing weird stuff or, like... And it, she's like, no, that's not how things go. Go! Stop it! Hell, even when they're even when they accidentally or when they end up committing treason, she's like, "We're in the military. We shouldn't be doing this." Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "No, no, it's fine. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, it's silly. We won't fire. We won't face the firing squad. We're not in that kind of anime. No, definitely not." And we talked a little bit about Noel, but Noel is the uh, sleepy-headed like she's the mechanic. She just wants to sit there and mess with their tank that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Till it does. Until it finally does, yeah. For plot reasons, till it does. Uh, and that's mainly our cast. There's like a few side characters that come in and out, but... Wait, you, you just jumped over... Like, the biggest thing about Noel's character is that she was ostracized from an entire area because they called her a witch for using a bioweapon. No, for creating the bioweapon. For creating the bioweapon. She did like... not use the bioweapon. <laughs> This lazy person created a bioweapon. Well, yeah, she's intelligent as fuck. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. She 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 used a she created a bioweapon. Yes, she created the bioweapon for the villain of the series or of the last arc, who who tricked her into making it so that he could then use it to wipe out an entire city. Yeah. Which like half the character, which like half the members of this town. Are like survivors of that city. Let that be a lesson to you to not build bioweaponry, especially against the G Geneva Convention Code. Well, it's that, just chemical did, warfare. That's chemical. I mean, oh. chemical warfare is bioweapons. The T virus is a chemical and a virus. Yeah, but you have to be dumb to be infected by the T virus. 
apparently not. Like a lot of people get infected, but we're off topic again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On to the plot. Plot it's in pretty, quotation yeah, marks. It's 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 one of those animes where it's like, yes, this is the plot in heavy quotation marks. So I mean, gonna, you can just say that the plot is them on a scouting expedition ninety percent of the time. I mean, we're going to we're gonna capstone this with the start of it is the first episode, and then the actual plot is like the last three, and then we're gonna fill it like we do normally with these kinds of animes with just saying right. the episodes we like. All right, Matt, I got you. Okay. Kanata arrives at this watchtower, which is, like, the very edge of their boundaries. And yep. their job is, allegedly, to watch for enemy invasion. That'll never happen. They, That'll never happen because they're in peacetime. Yeah, yeah. So then they do a bunch of hijinks. Hijinks ensue. And in, then surprise, enemy soldiers. <laughs> yeah, and then surprise, there's an enemy soldier. And then surprise, our battle tank is fixed. Well, no, it's surprise, there's an enemy soldier. Surprise, their side wants war to continue. Yeah. So, or a commander on their side wants a, wants the war to actually continue. So he tries to force the war war, war forward. Surprise, they fix the they war. They fix their battle tank. They fix their, ba- their battle tank is completely functional. And then, surprise, fucking... Goddamn song fixes the world. Yeah, Amazing Grace is what saves the world. world. We did it. I hate it so much. Those are barrel monkeys. There's a lot more going into that, like Rio Rio leaving and revealing that she's like the princess, and then she's the the reason why Amazing Grace saves the world is because she was um, she married the uh, Holy Emperor of. There's a bunch of other backstory. The Roman Empire. That's like the main like story yeah for this and then there's an episode afterwards that does a lot of plot dump but i don't think yeah, anybody plot rem- dump. i don't think anybody remembered the Back plot dump. story not really no i so didn't, i didn't really care for we're, it much. we're gonna mainly talk about silly episodes now yep. yeah like a terrorizing owl so so this, i did not remember this one but these two so did. this is only episode two so this yeah. little cheeky you boy probably don't remember it because the first half of the episode is um Kanata in being introduced to everybody. Yeah, like well, they're going through Henry, to the tower. There's also potentially another reason I don't remember this. Because how long has it been since Stop, our last recording? Stop Fine, dating the episode. Yeah. Stop dating the episode. Uh, but late at night, it's rather stormy, and they're almost certain they saw a ghost in one of the rundown parts of their complex. So it's Kanata and um, Korea. Korea go to investigate. And it was just an owl being a nuisance. Now being it was the same owl that stole her bell, yeah, oh, yeah from yeah, episode yeah. one. Yep, and it's the same owl that literally just chose in their ha- in their house all day. Yeah, hundred percent. And owls are like the best avian species because yeah. they're majestic. So speaking of two parter episodes, I put in a two parter episode that's really silly. The uh, we put it out in as the gang tricks the mob, where uh, so the crew. All make or distill and sell their own alcohol. Kanata is not involved with this. The rest of them do. Henry, in military procedure, would this be allowed? <laughs> Henry is shaking his head no. Definitely not. I mean, you don't even have to be really part of the military not to, to say figure it out. People wouldn't do it. <laughs> but it is definitely against multiple rules. Uh, the So we have the group all like are all the members that have their veterans 
are like, okay, we need Kanata to get out of the house. We'll give her her first paycheck, give her the day off, and we're going to go sell the alcohol. And then the person they sell the alcohol to uh, notices that there's some mobsters running around trying to, like, uh, squeeze in and probably steal the alcohol or something like that. So they, so they come up with this brilliant plan of setting up, like, this uh, back back warehouse deal that looks like a mob movie where they're all wearing these like mobster uniform or mobster clothes and everything they do this whole elaborate thing where they pull out giant ass machine guns shoot up some shoot shoot up some people in quotation marks and then uh scare off the mob the mob so that they run away uh their car gets a rock dropped on it, which is not part of the plan, but works very well at scaring them even more. And that solves the issue. At the same time, we have Kanata, who's uh, going with an orphan trying to find a thing uh, lost from when uh, her, uh, her parents died and everything. And... Uh, they are the ones that cause the rocks to fall down on the thing. It's kind of one of those things where we watch one half of what happened and then we see the other perspective of what happened and we know effectively wh- what's going on at each time. So yeah, if you've, if you've ever watched the show, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's this episode. <laughs> this yeah. episode would be like, Kanata would be probably D's character doing something for a side story, and then you have Frank, Dennis, <laughs> Frank Mac, Dennis, and Charlie, Mac, Charlie, all doing. So it initially would start with Charlie and either Charlie and Dennis or Charlie and Frank coming up with something stupid, and then all the time, Every and then Sunday. Mac would like jump in and be something stupid. So Mac, I would probably say was Rio in this episode. And then Felicia was Dennis. <laughs> and then it, it just regressed into <laughs> stupidity. And then Kariha, Kariha is Danny DeVito. <laughs> Jeez. And Noel, I would a hundred percent say is a uh, Charlie. Anyways, so that was the... uh, Oh, my word. That episode's super fun to watch, and it completely threw me off when we have this, like... Oh, I believe it, yeah. When you first watch that episode, and you see them, and they're all in, like, these, like, not normal... Like, they're all in, like, these, like, mobster... Or you've got Felicia in her mobster dress. The other two in their, like, suit and tie mob... With the hat mobster uniforms. And they're just walking into this... Uh, warehouse where there's this guy in this white suit that's just like so I'm he- so I'm here to rip you guys off and then they pull out giant ass like machine guns and shoot up the place I was like what am I watching right now to be in a realistic setting where it's just a bunch of teenage girls walking around dressed up as mobsters and just to be the guy standing there seeing them pull out giant machine guns it's not a story you can tell anyone you have to kind of keep it to yourself, and it just happened. It's one of the few, like, scenes in this anime that always sticks out in my head. Is like, that that scene is just constantly, like, when I think about this anime, I think of them just pulling out those, like, giant-ass machine guns that are the size of them. Yeah. And just letting rip those fucking bullets. <laughs> That'll teach them to seize our... And it all being an act to scare off the mob. Dude. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good use of military equipment, right? No. 
they've broken at least seven or eight different different rules. All right, and the last one, which is the silliest one, because you have to remember, none of them are over twenty, which isn't a, whole, a problem in war. The entire <laughs> platoon is not over twenty. The whole group gets drunk because they want to explain or they want Kanata to finally get in because she keeps almost discovering that they distill liquor in the basement. Which they've sealed off by telling her, oh, the door doesn't work. And then they're stupid, and then they Since open the door. Since episode one, they've been telling her that door doesn't open. And then they, and then she just walks by, and there's Rio opening the door, <laughs> and she's just like, "I thought door didn't work. I it, door didn't work. It doesn't. I'm closing it now because it doesn't work. That's right. <laughs> uh, the so we have there or. Er, our good fearless leader Felicia decides, okay, well I'm gonna give everybody some tea. Uh including the nun that came by for the day. Spiked with the uh Sp- the alcohol we've been making. <laughs> Spiked with the alcohol. They all take their drinks and then they're like, Okay, I've got an idea. We'll have a water gun fight, and if you guys win, we'll tell you what's on the other side of that door. This thing escalated so quickly. <laughs> because they were all drunk. I know. <laughs> the best part is that you have Felicia and Rio, who Rio is like completely in on this being real, and Felicia's playing around like she gets shot and she's like, My, uh, Rio, you're yeah. my friend. Like, you don't like, do this to a drunk person. We're watching, yeah. we're watching effectively what is, what a, is bunch of, a bunch of kids that watch a lot of war movies just acting out the war movies super drunk. I think my favorite part is when uh, Rio gets not, uh, Rio gets killed. She gets killed and then like Kanata's running over and hugging her and all you hear is Rio in the background snoring because she finally <laughs> she passed, passed, out. passed out from being too drunk. Uh, and then at the very end we, it like Kareha's the only one the only one yeah. that's like everybody's acting so weird right now why and then she's like oh I just don't get drunk and then everybody gets even more plastered and yeah. starts doing other stuff and oh she's like God. it's not fair being the only person that can't get drunk I don't want to be around them <laughs> It's drunk. unfortunate that she has a hardened personality and can't really yeah. get drunk. Because <laughs> I assume after she saw her entire tank battalion get destroyed, she just oh, no, hit no, no, the no. bottle immediately. And, and it turns out Felicia was drunk off of one sip. Yeah. She's the biggest she, lightweight. She, she was the biggest lightweight, and she was the one that started this. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Oh, it was it was so much fun. Like, there's so many fun episodes. To that talk episode, about. that episode, 100 percent is the drinking game that uh, they all came up with when they were uh, drunk for "It's Always Sunny." Oh, they yeah. came up with a stupid game that they only play when they're bored, and it only works when they're drunk. I forget, I really need to watch that episode again. It's, it's such hilarious. a funny episode because they're like trying to conceive what the rules are when they're not drunk, and they're like, I. I, I can't. Do, no, I don't know if this is right or wrong. Yeah, like if you keep losing, you have to drink hard liquor, and then like D and Dennis are just drinking like champagne and wine and just normal stuff. 
And then Mac and Dennis are just, or Mac and Charlie are just like, no, this is cheating. This anime just makes me, every time we get to one of these anime, I think we're always going to liken it back to Always Sunny because it's Always Sunny is just the slice of life anime of real life. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think, I think we've effectively talked about all the plot. Let's get serious. This is going to be a rather short episode because not a whole lot of plot. Yeah, in this now anime. Now we're gonna talk about the serious things. Um, so after everyone's all fun getting drunk and done. Well, I mean, we we kind of did talk we, about we, it. We kind of talked about it, but like, so like, turns out someone figured out who Rio's actual identity is. Oh no! It was uh, it wasn't somebody figured out. It was uh, Rio's being Rio constantly has like these contacts that keep coming up, and she's like refusing them, and she's like finally comes to terms that she kind of has to do her duty realizes that she has to go be the royal person and try to resolve the con the like the actual conflict ed- the that's edging building. conflict that is going on by yeah. because by being married to the emperor mm-hmm. we need you to defeat sin to bring the eternal calm that's yeah. pretty much what's happening uh and so she ends up going i've got to go and the rest of the crew is all sad that she's leaving and everything, but she leaves, and we have everybody. Uh, and then after she leaves, the gang finds just an enemy soldier that's like wounded and everything. They bring they bring her in, and they and like Kraya's like, shouldn't we report this? And like, no, because they're gonna take her to the capital. She's gonna get probably executed, and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're, we we shouldn't do that, and she can't. And she's speaking German the entire time, like she's hard speaking, like Japanese person speaking German. Yeah, it's like we have this enemy of the state. By the way, by the way, we definitely don't report this. So, by the way, for everybody's knowledge, I I I am currently at time of recording watching an anime that is based in sweet that is based in like everybody should be is technically speaking. Uh, Danish, and they are t- they are wandering around England, and everybody in England is speaking English, but they're both speaking Japanese, so you can understand them no problem. Amazing, but it's so weird when it's like I don't understand what confusing. he's saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you have this anime where somebody's just speaking German, <laughs> and nobody <laughs> knows what they're saying, and they have the subtitles. I'm like, that's so much better. Yeah. I at least know she's speaking a different language. <laughs> that would be so confusing. It like, is. Watching it. There is a character that's fluent in both, and he speaks to both sides, and you're like, I don't know what's that's, going that's on. That's too much. But yeah. it's odd because this takes place in, like, Hel- 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 Helvetica. Helvetica. It, yeah. Which so, is another and it's basically Switzerland, for, for so they should be able yeah. to speak that language. It's, it's effective, but, like, they explained in that 13th episode that, like, the it's not actually switzerland it's like the world outside is becoming less and less like uh habitable so this is like all of all of because like all these a lot of these characters have japanese names and it's not just because this is japanese anime like the culture has kind of like shrunken shrunken in size small area give me a bunch of russian japanese little girls give me that <laughs> why why because it sounds hilarious <laughs> you you would enjoy the weightlifting anime if you oh hey you are watching that yeah because oh, that's got a russian japanese stop you're gonna date the anime 
No, I will continue to date. You this. date this entire show. I mean, plan I mean, is yes, that that's Matt's plan. Yeah, that's his secret diabolical. You don't plan. realize my actual plan is I'm going to get most of the episodes that are in our backlog edited out, and we're just going to have an episode per week going up. Like oh, I see. The backlog's not going to exist anymore. Excellent. Yay. All right. So, oh no, they heard our secret talk. They oh, had shit. they heard the secret talk. Matt's not editing it out either. We must now no. execute our Matt, entire fan base. Matt's now Matt's now the Matt's now the editor. He gets to choose what gets yeah, edited out. Nothing ex- gets now edited out. Now we have to execute out. our entire fan base. And then the gang commits a little bit of treason. Oh yeah, the gang then commits treason because they're the harboring hot, a, a higher up, like a general shows up, huh. and they pull a gun on him because he's trying to capture an enemy soldier. To hey, start so a war. I heard reports that like there's an enemy soldier around here. Okay, no. Like... Here's the first part. I heard reports of an enemy soldier. Have you found one? No. No. No enemy Search soldier. Search their here. premises. You have no what? reason. <laughs> what do you mean I have no reason? I'm, Why I'm in charge these... of you. Yeah, just, like just random German lolly noises in the background. It's like <laughs> fuck, shut up. No, you're gonna was... get us caught. It was just like you want to get executed? I don't, I don't understand. Mad. I didn't understand the, like, if he's actually trying to not make it seem like he's an asshole, why is he just like, we heard reports of the, of, of a enemy soldier around here. And it's like, we haven't seen one. Awesome. Go through their entire base real quick. Why would it be in the base of the enemy team like, or enemy force? Like, Unless Very he already dumb. knew that, unless he was, and it's like, it doesn't explain that he already knew that it, she was there and everything. Like, there was no setup of, like, a spy or anything. Yeah. It no, was just like, was... nope, I don't believe these, I don't believe these girls that have been here loyally doing their job, in quotation job. marks, <laughs> the entire time. Uh, So, he ends up shooting her. They hold him at gunpoint get everybody out he breaks out because of course he does he has the fucking boot knife good old boot knife good old boot knife wait we tied his arms good old boot knife good old boot knife how did the boot knife work when his arms are tied and he has to like like matt you've obviously never had to use the boot knife (laughs) this is the boot (laughs) but how does the boot knife work like he literally like just kicks and like the heel is where the boot where Matt, the knife you've came never from. had to where use the, knife the boot comes knife Because why would you have the knife in the front of the boot? Because that that w- sense. that's at least like slightly... Rob, because we're in the wild, wild west. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, then. So, uh, war... I miss this. Like, they, like, he assembles everybody and they go to work because they find out that there's a detachment of the enemy force coming to the border. Yep. Uh, the girls get in the giant spider tank, do a bunch of cool action shit, finally. It's how this stuff always goes. Just action things happen, and then it's like, but wait. And then the tank breaks down on this giant-ass, like, rock pillar. Noelle's upset. Noelle's the upset, They and then Kanata comes out and plays the... Plays the ceasefire thing, no no response, then she just plays Amazing Grace, and then Amazing Grace gets played back, and they're like, hooray, we saved the <laughs> fucking world. Save the world. We saved the world, but what about that German soldier that got shot? Like, it's fine. Well, she it's is fine, fine because, they, because they save her, because nobody died. Yeah, but are they going to convert her now and, like, make her speak actual normal Japanese No, English? because Noah, Noah literally, in the... Uh, 
in the effective epilogue of episode 12 is reading is like oh there's a letter from her and she's like what's the letter saying she just starts reading in german and like no in english you asshole (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's that would have been funny if like the whole time she was speaking a different language and only noelle understood her that'd be great yeah but noelle just didn't say anything yeah right all right, so let's get into this animation talk real quick. Um, animation was like relatively good. Like this it wasn't, was it wasn't bad. Yeah, this wasn't uh, like A One Pictures has a really weird like fluctuation of like good animation and then bad animation. Mm-hmm. Like when they, when they're good, it looks really nice and good, but when they're bad, you go. What are you doing? Well, that's the nice thing, too, about this is that it was a lot safer. And the backgrounds were what more drew attention. And I think they had really good backgrounds. Yeah. The characters looked fine. And, like, they meshed well with the background. But oh, no, there's a, a lot, lot of, the, of there's a lot of in-depth character, like, movements and, yeah. like, animation. That's, like, that's really, really in-depth and, like, good. Like, I'm just a sucker for backgrounds. Like I like. No, yeah, no. The backgrounds shots. great. I'm just saying, like they also like put in a lot of like detailed animation to the character movements. Yeah. Like there's a point where Rio's just sitting down, and like there's con- there's no like two frames that are like repeated in her like movement of her like. All right, I'm just sitting down, and she's like f- moving out her hair. I'm like, this is all unique animation frames right here. Yeah, That's it was really- for its time. It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, music, besides hearing Amazing Grace, like, 20 billion times, the rest of the music's really good. And the bad bugle playing. And, yeah, the bad bugle playing. But the rest of the music's actually really good. It, it honestly, like, harkens back to the video where it's, uh, the guy standing in his balcony and there's, like, a parade coming by and they're getting past the drum part and then they're about to start the brass and woodwind section and then he just pulls out his old fucking trumpet and he's just playing it. It's like... Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> and everyone's looking at their instruments, like, looking around, like, what is that? I'll show you guys the video. My it's funny as hell. Uh, my, uh, I think one of the most interesting parts of this is the opening for this anime feels like an ending of a normal anime, and the ending of this anime feels like the opening of an it, anime. It's very different. It's very weird, because like the 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 13th extra episode that we got, the OVA was, um, it has a uh, it has it reversed, and that feels like how it should have been. Like, you've got this like super happy, like, getting ready to go thing and then the like solemn intro like the solemn like singing uh like kind of like tribalish song i can't think of like the like the 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 actual opening is really cool and interesting and unique for like an opening which is why it sticks in my head a lot and it's currently playing in my head talking about it but like the ed feels like an or the ending feels like a normal like getting ready to go hang out with all the friends at school opening. I don't know. That's just me and, like, how much I've watched anime and everything. I don't know. I just think if I can play the ending at the same point that I can play the opening, then it's fine. But it usually doesn't work like that. Like, if you take anything from my favorite anime, uh, most of the endings are actually endings to be endings. Uh, I'm talking about Code Geass. I know you are. Yes. I was... I was 
I was making sure, but... I've... Like, all of their openings, you can tell, are an opening, and all of their endings, you can tell, are an ending. But Something that be... I would say would be, like, a weird break between that would be, um... Blood Blockade Battlefront, where oh, KK Sensen sounds oh like an god. opening mm. and not an ending. Yeah. Oh my god, all of that, all of that just feels right. Yeah, all of that music. All like, right, so let's rank this. Let's give grade this anime, I guess. Because Durara, it's not really... I would say is the other one because Bakano's opening is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, anyways, let's rank this anime now. Uh, so, <laughs> god damn it. Because of where we've got... so giga. Jeez, I, f- I forgot we put Gunslinger Girls in two different categories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. why is that at D and not lower? And why is Gunslinger... Oh, because that's right, because the second season was bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I forgot we... Oh, yeah, you weren't here for Gunslinger Girls. Uh, no, I did not listen to that one because I was busy with work dying. Yeah, that's actually um, so bad. But no, I would honestly say like the show is on caliber with Gunslinger Girls. So yes, yeah, season one. Yeah, yeah I'd probably put it at B. B. Yeah, I was thinking that. Can you pass me my keyboard that yeah. I left over? I already, Ooh, already got him. Do it. Got him. Oh, fuck. Rob. Rob. Rob's Rob break, has control. <laughs> what is the name of this again? Sound of the sky. Sound of the sky. All right. Rob has control. <laughs> We have taken. It, it didn't do anything to stop the recording. That's good. And it control. didn't do anything to break the text document. So I'm going. Oh to Oh boy! Say, now it's the thing we haven't done in three months or so. Shh, don't let them know the it was three months. <laughs> Demon though- Slayer is an anime now. It's out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's hit this good old randomized. See, I kind of wanted to do the Rita Repulsa opening and like just be like, ah, free noir, noir. Never heard of it. Neither have I. Let's find out. B project, not as Can good you as. Pass a- me the keyboard. I don't. <laughs> I got it. Don't worry. I hate you. Ooh, this looks interesting. Ooh, uh, it does. Uh, it looks like it's from 2007. It definitely does. Oh, 100%. It's from it's 2001. <laughs> oh, it's 26. We got a 26er here. Oh, I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, Noir, a name that strikes fear in the hearts of those who know the history behind the moniker. Long ago, is the codename of a very successful and feared assassin, and now it is used, being used by two women who want to answer questions they have about their lives. The main character in the series is a highly skilled assassin named Muriel Boquet, uh, or Bouquet, uh, who is based out of France. One day, she receives a mysterious email from a girl named Kirika. Following up on the message, Muriel goes to meet this girl and discovers that not only does this girl have no idea who she really is, but she also has no idea why she is so skilled at killing people and why she feels no remorse when she does. Realizing that their lives are linked somehow, Muriel and Kirka team up, begin traveling the world together, and they seek out mm. the answers to their shared histories while avoiding the grip of an organization known as Lay Soldats. Oh, God, it's fucking French. <laughs> We're going to be found out as we don't know what's French. Silly American, you cannot <laughs> speak French. <laughs> it is Lay Soldats. Will the two find out the answers they are looking for, and will the truth free them or ruin them? So I have a feeling we're watching that Metal Gear Solid anime again. Oh, but it's longer. Interesting. (laughs) 
it is the first Victor part. Entertainment. It is the first part of what is no, what is thought to be a trilogy. It has two spiritual successors, even though nothing is related. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> Click on what, what are the spiritual successors named, Henry? Uh, El Cazador de la Bruja uh, and Madlax. Okay, I've definitely seen the one's name. I've never heard of the other. Click on Victor Entertainment. I want to see some of the other things they've done. That the producer, not the studio? Okay, B-Train. My bad. <laughs> B -train. So the studio's name is B-Train. Uh, ooh, Subasa Reservoir Chronicle. No, that's just Subasa Chronicle, not Subasa that, Reservoir Chronicle. I'm a fucking punch you. <laughs> I'm a fight you. It's it's Subasa Reservoir Chronicle. No matter what they call it. Uh, there. Oh, dot hack. Dot that's hack why roots. it looks so familiar. Oh, dot hack. Just in general, Blade of the Immortal. Oh man, there's was that Metabots? There's that Medlax. I did not see Metabots. You're a liar. No. Metarot. It's the fucked one. What? Oh, there's the other one. You that are you, super that, zoomed in right now. Well, yeah, because otherwise we can't Murder read Princess, the text I've on seen, that I've seen that Murder TV. Princess. That's pretty cool. Dot Hack Luminity. That was a bad one. All dot the, Hack all the dot hacks. No, you're a bad man, Henry. I'll beat you. Batman. Family <laughs> <laughs> <Randomly> Batman. <laughs> dot Hack GU is weird. I love .hack GU. It just reinforces the point as why I hate dual blades so much. But but the main character is so good. Yeah, but I hate twin blades. Arc the Lad. Oh fuck! It, they did the Arc the Lad in uh, adaptation, which I hate. But it was an anime adaptation of a video game. I, I saw like. a preview for Avenger. Oh. IGPX. IGPX. Wow. <laughs> oh, and the Wild Arms adaptation too. Jeez. They did a lot. Spider Riders. Spider Riders. <laughs> There's a show. Okay. Okay. We're we're now just like going way way deep into just reading things and looking at things people can't see. So yeah. Sad uh, for them. 2001. We're about to see some janky ass animation. But no, 2001 had some okay quality animation. Not what I'm reading. <laughs> Not what I'm seeing. Do <laughs> you know what this looks like? Um, Mega Man. The no, it does Mega not Man look X. like Mega Man X Four. No, look, it looks like Metabot. This looks like this looks like Metabot Gundam Seed style. You need to not. This looks like Gundam Seed's like problem with faces that that era had. I think it's going to be a lot of stiff animation. Oh, I am ready for the stiff animation. All right, and with that being said, this has been twenty six and under. Uh, this has been Matt. Logitech keyboard. What? What? <laughs> Robert and <laughs> Henry. Signing off. Get, Robert does not get to sit next to the keyboard next week. <laughs> he can't be stop fine. Me. Bye, guys.